the Adonis audio experience. Ever wonder what to do with all these random thoughts in your head? Well, I did by starting this podcast. My purpose is to share with you stories, experiences, and other anecdotal streams of consciousness that I may have. The Adonis audio experience is just what it sounds like. I'm not a professional or quote-unquote expert, but I am curious and have a burning desire to communicate with you all. So welcome aboard as I talk about the psychological nuances of daily life, work, sports, politics, even relationships. My hope is that this journey, my journey, will give you some added perspective and more importantly, some entertainment in your day. So welcome aboard. We are what we think. We are animals that feel. We are constantly in our feelings. Our ability to love is one of the greatest gifts we could have ever received. Regardless of our influences and political affiliations, we are all beings that feel. The beliefs and abilities we have today, are they learned? Or is it something innate and deep-rooted from within? Close your eyes for a moment and think about the three most important things in your life. Does it bring a smile to your face? Do you experience the feeling of joy and abundance with just this thought? Just as we feel love, we can also feel hurt. People can hurt us. Family can hurt us. Friends can hurt us. What we lend trust to can hurt us. Belief is a powerful thing. Being with people we trust gives us the feeling of safety and security. Our belief is that the people who love us have our best interests at heart. Early childhood development impacts our beliefs. When we are young, we are impressionable. We are influenced by our environment and by what we see, hear, and experience. Success or failure have completely different meanings depending on our culture and upbringing. Some people may view success as something that happens to you, or something that has a finish line, or it's the luck of the draw. While others see success as something where you truly never reach a pinnacle, success is determined by our ability to grow and learn through failure, which makes us more resilient each time. Success is about lifelong learning. The power of will is something that's beyond genetics. This is a learned behavior that can be adopted by most individuals. 
it takes practice with purpose. Each time we hit a stumbling block, our trained defenses will give us the willpower to defeat the obstacle. You ever have a habit that you just couldn't kick? Like grabbing that extra Oreo versus wild blueberries? Well, that's when willpower comes into play. Training yourself over and over and over again gives you the power to move on from that habit that you've been trying to get rid of. There's a saying that reads, if you are persistent, you'll get it. If you are consistent, you'll keep it. This is true when it comes to motivation. There are events in our lives that truly inspire us and motivate us to get started. But the only way to remain at a high frequency is consistency. We are in control of our destiny. We are responsible for our feelings and emotions in every scenario. We are in control of the outcomes, good or bad. Taking ownership of our experiences takes the power away from others and puts us in the driver's seat. Let's talk about the difference between managers and leaders. Managers are here to manage. Managers dictate. Managers are there to check boxes. Managers make sure the status quo is maintained. Managers are there to make sure you show up. Managers put you in a box. Management in principle is a rigid system, but the reality is that managers work for their employees, not the other way around. Now leaders, leaders are here to listen. Leaders are here to motivate others. Leaders are here to fire you up and challenge you. Leaders challenge you to be creative, to be thought-provoking, to change the status quo. Leaders challenge you to find solutions, to build influence. Leaders lead. With leadership, there's transparency and open communication. In closing, I'd like to share with you a story from a book that I read by Brian Tracy, Just Shut Up and Do It. This is the story of the Indian elephant. It has taught me a valuable lesson on learned behavior and how our programming from childhood impacts our adult life. How do you train an Indian elephant? At one time, Indian elephants were the battle tanks of the Maharajas. Not only did they carry boxes of bowmen and spear throwers on their backs, but they were also violent and aggressive, attacking the enemy and impaling them on their sharpened tusks. They were so terrifying and fearless that enemy armies would run away when they were confronted by these elephants. Today, these same elephants are beasts of burden. They calmly and peacefully plow the fields, haul logs, do what their masters tell them to do, and then stand around quietly in their corrals, 
waiting for the next day and more work. They have completely lost their ferocity and their ability to strike fear into the heart of the enemy. How did this happen? When the elephant was a baby, the owner would take the little elephant away from its mother and tie its leg with a strong rope to a post driven deep into the ground. The baby elephant would struggle and try to get away to get back to its mother, crying and bleeding and protesting, but to no avail. The rope around its leg was too strong and the post was driven too deep. Eventually, the baby elephant would give up struggling. Each day, the owner would take the baby elephant away to tie it to the post for several hours. In almost no time at all, the baby elephant would accept that when it was tied to a post, it was helpless. The baby elephant developed the greatest malaise of the modern world, what psychologists call learned helplessness. When the elephant grew up into a five-ton beast, the largest land animal in the world, all the owner had to do was tie a rope the size of a dog leash around the elephant's leg and it would immediately become passive and stop moving or struggling. 